Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Don't you see how this could be offensive to a real, authentic Mexican? Can I just say that I'm Mexican and this doesn't bother me at all? Because these tacos are great. Okay, sir, uh, I appreciate your feelings on the matter, but I don't need you to be a mouthpiece for an entire cuisine. Okay, as long as a white man's doing the cooking, I won't be eating here. Oh, I'm not the cook. Uh, Guillermo's the cook. Guillermo? (laughs) Okay, wow. Guillermo. Let me guess. You've got some poor Mexican dude back there slaving away for five bucks an hour so that you can call these tacos authentic. Excuse me, senor. You don't need to work here. You can open your own taco truck. Uh, Guillermo doesn't speak English. Yeah, go get the I, um... You actually don't know what to be offended by right now, do you? No, I... This is... This is like watching a computer glitch. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Presenting that as it, a game you can't win, because it is a game you can't win once you get into that stuff. <laughs> Exactly. She is just desperate to be offended or angry. Like we've been talking about. Young folk, for whatever reason, are desperate for a like grotesquely, ridiculously oversimplified worldview that they can then get angry about. Don't be that. It's a cliche. It's not a good look. 
after you're an adult for, I don't know, five years or so, you're going to realize, oh, these things are much more complex than they seem. The good guys do some bad stuff, and the bad guys, in some cases, do some good stuff, and they're kind of, they got their own interests going that my professor didn't teach me about. Calm the F down, in other words. Stop chanting as if your classroom experience justifies people being slaughtered. People Um, on either side. It reminds me of, uh, I know we're going to get back to immigration, but it reminds me of this thing that was going around a couple of weeks ago. Oh, when the lawsuit came out against Amazon, which I guess that's still working its way through our justice system, uh, uh, whether they're a monopoly or something like that, uh, this ancient piece, who is it from? Some economist, it was Milton Friedman, some famous economist, about the the no-win situation that you're in as a corporation. If you're a big corporation and you charge less... You're undercutting your competitors and driving them out of business. If you charge more, you're gouging. And if you charge the same, you're all colluding. (laughs) And there's just no way you can win. Right, right. But what a luxury to yell angrily at something or about something, having read essentially the first paragraph or maybe even just the first sentence. I don't know. It's tiresome. So uh, some immigration stuff. Uh, I I think this is absolutely correct. Oh, well, we'll start with this. Sorry. Um, Feds quietly released illegal border crossing data to avoid attention. Uh, It was the typical uh, Saturday morning news dump. When Friday night isn't news dumpy enough, Saturday morning. Approximately 2.4 million people crossed the border this fiscal year that were encountered. That's a record number, beating last year's 2.3 million. Way to pull them together, America. I knew we could do it. A staggering 169 potential terrorists encountered by the Border Patrol, according to the stats. There are all sorts of uh, statistics. You can probably, yeah, I mean, we've all heard them. It's a drumbeat. But uh, the latest uh, number for September, the all-time highest month ever on record, 269,735 people, assuming probably that the number of gotaways is roughly the same. That's that's the best I've been able to get from Customs and Border Patrol. Nobody knows, which is part of the point. That's not the way to run a country where you don't have the slightest idea how many people got in from where. Yeah, if you're analyzing a statistic that the margin for error is like 38%, you know, what are you doing? Uh, Bill Malugin of Fox News points out that the Border Patrol arrested 18 people on the FBI's terror watch list at the southern border in September, bringing the total for the fiscal year to 169, the highest year ever recorded and higher than the previous six years combined. The border is secure. That's a good comedy bit. Yeah. Uh, now here's uh, here's a if not a bottom line, it's a preliminary. But what do you call that? Is a middle line, the top line? I don't know. It's a line. Eighty-four percent of New Yorkers think the state's migrant mess is a serious problem. Eighty-four percent. I saw that. You sixteen percent? Are you like running a flop house or something? Anyway. Um, uh, poll Tuesday from Siena College Research Institute finds that not only are New Yorkers uber stressed over immigration related issues, but that President Biden has but a single digit lead over Donald J. Trump in a hypothetical general election matchup next year. Now, it's nine points. So among single digit leads, nine is one of your higher leads. <laughs> <laughs> but Biden's up single digits in New York. 
That is quite amazing, where four out of five people are Democrats. Yeah, as Bob McManus points out in the New York Post, um, that should scare the hell out of Democrats. Uh, and, and as we all know, Biden's numbers on immigration are absolutely miserable. Well, I saw the other polling around this is just incredibly high numbers majorities who say we can't handle any more people, that they're making our city worse, not better. I mean, the sort of racist, racist stuff that other people were saying in Texas and, you know, other border states. Uh, uh, racist, racist things like this is not making our city better. This is not Observing making our community better. Your schools can't teach anybody anymore. Your hospitals are overflowing. That's racism. Here's here's a great example of, uh, again, continuing the theme, how so much of the knee-jerk lefty neo-Marxism is utterly hypocritical and ridiculous. If you look even like an inch below the surface, it's always the downtrodden. The downtrodden are right. Anybody with a, a shred of power is wrong. They're the evil. They're the oppressor. And they must be torn down so that the downtrodden can get what's coming to them. So that's why your neo-Marxist left has always been uh, up with rampant immigration, legal or illegal. No human being is illegal. We've heard the slogans. Well, here's a situation where uh, L.A. hotels are allegedly replacing unionized employees who are currently on strike with newly arrived border crossers and illegal aliens. So you've got the union members and... Who are often immigrants, illegal immigrants, often Hispanic people, people of color, whatever you want to use, uh, and uh, and they're striking against the evildoer hotels. Now they're being undermined, it would seem, by ele- the, recently vi- uh, r- arrived illegals. Yes, the evildoer hotels. <laughs> yeah, well, you know that's how s- simplistic their analysis is. So I need to hear from a neo-Marxist. Now, obviously, these recent arrivals are driven by settler colonialism or something, but a lot of them are the descendants of the Spanish conquistadors, but they're still victims, but white Americans aren't because they're... Wait a minute. I'm confused. What what if a white American like immigrates to Canada because they can't get a job in America? How does this work? How does this work? Well, and that's how intersectionality came to be because it was like, all right, you know what? The conservatives have a point. We need a ranking system. So if you're a lesbian, you're right here. If you're a, uh, a, a, a Hispanic lesbian, you're you're up there. You're on top of the, the poor lesbian. And, and my God, if you're a black Hispanic lesbian, handicapped, blind in one eye. And so they have to establish this hierarchy to figure out who's evil and who's good you people are insane so more of the numbers from that same poll i looked those up just because i was shocked by them over half a majority of voters in new york said uh, migration it says here had been more of a burden than a help or than a benefit only 32 percent said it was a benefit racist i mean nothing could be more racist than only a third of new yorkers saying that immigration is a benefit it's clearly about you live in new york haven't you been out to the statue of liberty it says right there on the bottom there's a poem about huddled masses and you have to follow it it's in the constitution and you have to say out loud that this only helps us or you're a racist right exactly they forgot i guess somebody needs to remind them this is one of the most amazing things that has happened in my entire life. I'll remember this on my deathbed because we spent so many years having to fight the charge of racist on this very radio show. 
Sure. Uh, and, you know, in one of the states that's been dealing with illegal immigration forever, of saying, you know, this is this is not good. It's not good for the schools, not good for the hospitals, not good for the, you know, the poor people who'd like to work uh, in, uh, you know, mow lawns or work at the hotels, but they can't because you got all these other people that are undercutting their way. And this is not good. You are absolutely a racist then as soon as it shows up in one of the most liberal places in America within like a month they completely flipped our point of view yeah yeah it should be satisfying but it's just annoying they yeah, tried to end right. our careers over this stuff um cesar chavez for the love of uh, all things good said no we can't have rampant illegal immigration because it undermines the wages of the folks who are working that racist Two-thirds of New Yorkers say they've done enough for new migrants and must now work to slow the flow, compared to only 29% who say the state should accept and work to assimilate them. Only 29% in New York. Man, reality further? Oh, yeah. Is there any further comment needed, friends? Can you believe that? I just... just, the, the, The thing that bothers me the most is how they're getting a pass for all the things they've been saying for all these years in sanctuary cities and no person is illegal and all that sort of stuff. As soon as you met the reality of as soon as it was in your town, all of a sudden all that went out the window. I just thought of a new featurette for the show. Joe asks Jack an unanswerable question. (laughs) What percentage of people, never mind politics, because that's all horse crap. 74. Wow, that's higher than I thought you'd say. (laughs) What percentage of people actually have any interest in solutions or understanding the dynamics of a problem than looking for solutions as opposed to being able to bellow self-righteously well politicians i think the number's fairly low unfortunately sure mm-hmm. a lot of your activist leaders i think it's pretty low but all the all the regular people i think they actually believe this stuff that's is that the uneducated masses or whatever that Marx was you know talking what? about? I think I, I may have been hoodwinked by the very thing I rail against. So I've been calling people fools and radicals and idiots today. I, perhaps I'm all of the above. Um, I have a misperception about what people think based on the funhouse mirror of the American media. I think, yeah, the vast majority of Americans are thoughtful and serious to, you know, as best they can, and actually would like to solve problems. But it's our media and our politics and our universities that have no interest in it. They're just pitching ideology. Plus, you hear from your leaders, and you're kind of half paying attention because you're busy with your normal life, that it's a racist to want to do anything about illegal immigration. And it's easy to go along with it because you don't have any illegal immigration in your town. It's not Mm -hmm. a thing. You don't have a lot of time to think about it. You're working. You're uh, trying to provide for your family. And all you know is racism is terrible. I don't want to be a racist. I just heard that's racist, so I'm against it. Now your teachers are saying, we're having trouble teaching in school because we got like 13 students in this class that don't speak English and we don't know what to do. And you say, wait a second. Who, who thinks this is a How is this helping me? How is this making the world better in any way for us? Yep. Pointing that out almost ended our careers. It's funny how life goes. Yeah. Man, you're right. I wish I could take more enjoyment of that, but I'm, I'm not. Uh, you can join in any of these conversations anytime you want. Text line is 415. Oh, we got to get to the economic news. The economy grew fast last quarter. Whoa. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Republicans got on the same page and elected Mike Johnson as the new Speaker of the House. Yep, they found someone just in time. If the job stayed open any longer, it would have automatically gone to Ryan Seacrest. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Let's just say if Speaker nominees were Halloween candy, this guy's a Necco wafer. Okay. What is that? It's like being at a restaurant and hearing, do you have Coke? No. Pepsi? No. Sprite? No. Fine. I guess I'll have the uh, Mike Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we got another Fallon joke about the new Speaker of the House. Let's hear that and compare. That's right. The new Speaker of the House is Mike Johnson. And if that name sounds familiar, it's because it's on every fake ID. Uh, (laughs) Hi, I'm Mike Johnson. Uh, Just two four-packs of Mike's Hard Lemonade. (laughs) I read that Johnson is the most inexperienced House Speaker in modern history. A lot of people said that his resume is lacking. And then George Santos was like, I can help you edit that. I'm going to just say that you're president. Yeah, It's fine. Whatever. I I had an update. A a Santos. What was that? Hold on one second. Say something. He is something else. I read that piece some gal wrote in the New York Times that after trying to get him to do an interview for ages, she was reporting on him for months. She kind of broke the story that he's a crazy liar on Long Island. He finally called her one day, and they started a uh, series of phone conversations in which he you know, told stories, made excuses, explained things away, and invented a bunch of brand-new whoppers for her, just making stuff up like crazy. Yeah, what a nut. New stuff, yeah. Yeah, Long Island liar George Santos, this is from the Daily Mail, is caught out again after claiming his five-year-old niece was kidnapped by Chinese communists in New York City, which cops have said was completely made up. He's he's like one of the all-time has-to-lie-to-get-through-the-day weirdos. Yeah, he's a uh, he's definitely crazy in a weird way. A senior NYPD. This is a new one. Like you were talking about, he's still doing it. A senior NYPD source said they found no evidence for any abduction attempt and added uh, he seems to have made it up. 
I love the uh, the the hints that well he's a Republican and blah blah blah. This guy is a psychopathic con man from Brazil who went to a Republican district or ended up in a Republican district and thought, okay, let's see, here's how I could get myself elected in this district. If he'd moved to a Democratic district, he'd be a quote unquote Democrat. Good Come point. on, everybody. That's a very yeah. good point. Uh, the U.S. economy grew at 4.9% this summer. That's a pretty big number. I'd say. Uh, when the Fed had been trying to choke off the economy with high interest rates and slow everything down, and in, according to the Wall Street Journal and other publications, consumer spending is pretty much the whole thing. We weren't uh, We weren't scared off by the interest rates or talk of a recession or any of those things we just spent 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 on all kinds of different stuff flying around eating concerts etc in the summer guess what it's, it's working there you go do you think it's just post-covid i'm gonna indulge myself i don't care i'm gonna enjoy life i'm not sure it's healthy but it might be i mean if it's all credit card debt it's not healthy i don't know we'll see armstrong and getty BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The Israelis say over the past 24 hours, 250 strikes have been conducted. Also last night, they conducted a targeted raid into the northern part of Gaza using the Israeli army's Givati Brigade, a brigade that has tanks and infantry troops. You can see in this video, they went in a straight line into the Gaza Strip. And the Israeli military tells Fox News they destroyed a number of Hamas and Islamic Jihad cells, as well as anti-tank guided missile launching points. Let's hear just a little more of that, and then I'll comment. The Israelis are concerned when they do launch a larger ground offensive into Gaza that they'll be ambushed. They'll be hit right away. Right. And so they're clearing that path, working to destroy any of the cells along the border and making sure they can get any new information about the situation inside the Strip. Okay, so that's uh, that's something. We can get to the why the ground invasion is on hold right now in just a second, but let's hear the other side of the story that is getting way more attention from most of your mainstream media. 
Gaza's healthcare system collapsing. 12 of the 35 hospitals no longer functioning. Officials claiming more facilities are only hours away from running out of fuel for generators. Medicine also in short supply. Reports of surgeries being performed with no anesthesia. The Hamas-run health ministry claiming 1,400 Palestinians were killed in the past 48 hours alone. The deadliest days of this war for the Palestinians. It's not just the concern for the hostages or the innocent civilians caught in the middle. There are still up to 600 American citizens trapped in Gaza. As one of your prime journalists you probably don't know, writing one of the big newspapers, uh, wrote, uh, If Israel can win the messaging wars, the framing of most of the coverage in the U.S., let alone Europe, is more and more about the tragedies of pregnant Palestinian women and poverty made worse by Israeli bombing and hospitals having to close. So the answer seems to be probably not. Israel cannot win the messaging wars. You've been talking no, about that all week long. Way up against it, yeah. Uh, to the why the ground invasion hasn't started. Yes, this is from the Wall Street Journal. Even though Israel went in with a tank and a squad last night, that's not the full ground invasion. Israel has agreed for now to a request from the United States to delay its expected ground invasion of Gaza so that the Pentagon can place air defenses in the region to protect U.S. troops. That's according to U.S. officials and people familiar with the Israeli planning. The Pentagon is rushing to deploy nearly a dozen air defense systems to the region, um, including for U.S. troops in Iraq, Jordan, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, Syria, and the, the UAE to protect American forces from missiles and rockets. And so far, U.S. officials have been able to persuade Israelis to hold off. That could be completely legit and just also handy and maybe not hurrying any to get those mm-hmm. air defenses in place to hold off the ground invasion. Yeah, you don't know whether the Israelis are champing at the bit and, and resentful of our asking them to slow down or whether they were thinking of doing that anyway. Right, and because we've been attacked so many times, as we learned 48 hours ago that was being kept for from us for some reason we've been attacked a whole bunch of times yeah we need all those air defenses over there we are definitely pivoting have pivoted back to the middle east with the amount of uh stuff and people that we got over there right now i didn't Mm -hmm. see that coming ever again did you i didn't think we'd ever be this involved in the middle east again no, especially after the Abraham Accords, and then, uh, if you remember, about a month ago, the Saudis were about uh, an inch away from signing a historic deal with the Israelis, and I thought, wow, finally. One more thing before we get to uh, my favorite part of the discussion. This is from the New York Times. Biden administration officials are worried that a growing conflict in the Middle East could send global oil prices soaring in an election year. I just threw that part in. The New York Times didn't, but... And are looking for ways to hold down American gas prices if such a jump occurs. Those efforts include discussions with large oil-producing nations like Saudi Arabia. They're holding back supply with American oil producers that could pump more than they're producing. And getting into the strategic reserve. But yeah, and already suffering in the polls, Joe Biden does not want to have gas prices shoot up during an election. Meanwhile, the Gavin Newsoms of the world won't let the oil companies invest in their refining capacity because that would uh, contribute toward global warming. And we're just about a week away, I think. Is it a week? A week and a half. I'm sorry. A week and a half away from the Valhalla, the utopia of green energy independence. 
The entire world will run on solar and unicorn farts. And so there's no point in, say, onshoring our energy-making capacity so that we're not vulnerable to evil foreign powers in their evil doing. No. Now to the Tom Friedman column in the New York Times. I've felt like his near-daily writing has been fantastic over the last couple of weeks since this all started. Israel from the Six-Day War to the Six-Front War. If you care about Israel, you should be more worried than at any time since 1967. Back then, a lot of you know this, Israel defeated the armies of three Arab states, Egypt, Syria, and Jordan, in six days, which became known as the Six-Day War. Today, if you look closely, you'll see that Israel is now fighting the Six-Front War. This war is being fought by and through non-state actors, nation-states, social networks, ideological movements, West Bank communities, and Israeli political factions, and it is the most complex war I've ever covered. Yikes. That got my attention. How many times have we heard that phrase in the last couple of years? This is the most this is the most difficult to understand economy I've ever said, say economists. This is the craziest housing market I've ever seen, say experts in real estate. We've yeah. never had this many impeachments in short, such a short amount of time. We've never had a Speaker of the House fired by his own party. We've never had this many young people committing suicide. We've, you could go on and on. Please life, don't. Like fix expectancy <laughs> going the other direction for the first time ever. I mean, there's just there's there are endless examples of we've never had this much, this few, this fast things happening. Uh and, you know, Tom Friedman sure. saying, I've, I've never covered a war this complex, and he's been covering Middle Eastern wars his whole life. At the risk of sounding like a stoned guy, I wonder if humankind will be able to adapt and de- develop a new philosophy or religion or something. Um, and I don't mean any offense to uh, those of you who adhere to current religions. Um, to deal with the everything-all-the-time pace of 21st century life, or if it'll just make us completely fruit nuts. Or do we shut down? Yeah, that's the question. I'm leaning toward we just kind of shut down a little bit. But, or maybe you have to. I don't know. You know my fringe uh, biblical uh, theory that the Internet and AI was the uh, apple from the tree of knowledge. Yep, that very well could be. That very well could be. There's been um, so I'm I'm still I'm almost done with the Oppenheimer biography that the movie was based on. It's really interesting. It's more interesting than the movie was, uh, in a variety of ways. But so Oppenheimer at one point with the development of the bomb thought, you know, I've argued my whole life that the pursuit of science is obviously a good thing, but I'm not sure it is. It might have been the worst thing for mankind to continue to pursue all these do new different things. And uh, he was under the assumption, like everybody was at the time, that now that we've got nuclear weapons, this is just going to be every war is going to be nuclear weapons. It's going to be nonstop. We're going to destroy ourselves. We haven't yet. We Mm -hmm. will someday. But maybe we're there with the computer and AI and a variety of other things. It is it is taking a bite of the it is not to our benefit to continue to try to come up with the coolest, smartest, greatest thing. All right, so here's a little more on my hastily constructed theological theory. And if you're a thinker, a theologian, just do you want to contribute? Drop us a, a, an email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, I think my theory is even better than I thought it was, because if, if you 
if you number one are an adherent to an adherent to Judeo Christian religion, then you probably see God as uh, Almighty, omniscient, meaning He knows everything. He or she is everywhere, right? She. So the apple like from God's the tree. A woman. Okay, all right. Let's not get hung up there. So uh, I think the simplistic view of the apple of the tree and knowledge is about, oh, look at me, I'm naked. Oh, I'm, I'm self-aware, I'm a human being. And it, I've always thought that was kind of interesting and uh, in a weird way insulting just because I didn't think I'd thought about it enough. Hot. And, and maybe <laughs> naked and afraid. Naked attraction is the new show on HBO, right, Michael? But all right, here's my theory. AI, the Internet, being exposed to every news story, everybody's theory, everybody's opinion, the 1% of perverts and, and maniacs and lunatics being able to connect online and amplify their voices, all of that together is a lot like omniscience. Mm-hmm. We're seeing everything. We're, quote, unquote, we can know everything. It's all pouring in on us, and we can't handle it. God was thinking thousands of years in the future with the whole Apple thing. Yeah, that's true in a lot of different ways. As we've talked about, if somebody does something horrible to a child anywhere in the world, you hear about it. That, that hasn't been true for very long. And, and as a result, we've embraced this terrible, unhealthy safetyism in the United States, right. where we protect our children to the point that they're unable to function as adults. Uh, if I were a more ambitious fellow, I'd, I'd, I'd crank out some sort of quickie book on my theories. But I think probably I think become a cult there. leader and it would include laying down with some of the more attractive women. That's usually what cult leaders do. Well, let's give it a try and see if it helps. That's my attitude about that. Um, <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? I had one more thought on that. Um, oh, how many friends and family members, I'm asking you all now, uh, have said to you, I, I can't, I have to check out of the news for a while. Hmm. I have to check out of, quote unquote, staying informed for a while. It's too much. Nobody... Th- you know, to counter the argument that, like, we're getting softer or anything like that. And I do buy you. You're always talking about the whole good times make soft people thing. I don't doubt that. But soft people make for hard times. Hard nobody times in world history people. was constantly dealing with all of the worst things that were happening all the time every day. That just wasn't even possible. Gee, why does everybody get anxiety? I can't think of a single reason. I was just having a conversation in the lunchroom about uh, the struggles with my, um, uh, my my youngest's anxiety and how it's making life so difficult. And he was talking about his college student who uh, is dealing with anxiety like he just never encountered or knew about when he was in college. And just where we we're both like, is it in the is it something we're eating? Did we raise him wrong? I mean, what's going on? I feel it myself. Sure. I'll be damned. I don't know. That was a heap and helping of stuff to think about right there in that segment, huh? Probably too much. I'm full. Make a joke, you idiots. Make a joke. I wish I could do that Tourette's joke I told you off the air. No, that's not funny. It's distasteful. Go with the classic. Two guys walk into a bar. The third guy ducks. There you go.
simple. It's short. Sure. It's life affirming. The third guy <laughs> did not sustain a head injury. It's life affirming. <laughs> Speaking of uh, injury, my my uh, my eleven year old's playing football. He's so bruised up. I, 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 are you supposed to get that bruised up, or is he bruised easily, or whatever? Yeah, no, probably. Man, he's kind of goes really with the territory. bruised up. Anyway, he's getting dressed for football last night. He said, "I'm going to wreck some people tonight." <laughs> wow, that's the attitude you need. <laughs> it is the attitude you need. Uh, we got more on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. The. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Armstrong and Getty Show. A really stupid climate change story coming up in moments. Oh, something to look forward to. I remember growing up, my dad used to regularly use the term highway robbery. This place is highway robbery. If you, you know, <laughs> That's a good restaurant one. was especially expensive That's or whatever. That's a good one. Six dollars for a slice of pie. That's highway robbery. <laughs> right. It's funny that that expression endured because... Highway robberies really haven't been a thing for a very, very long time. Thank God. Yeah, well, uh, (laughs) this is just lovely. Los Angeles, California. Shocking scene resembling a Hollywood action film. Smoking car, airbags deployed by the side of the uh, 10 freeway in the Jefferson Park area for Los Angelinos. A man with his hands in the air being robbed at gunpoint by a crew of people who pulled to the scene of the accident and robbed the victims at, I believe, gunpoint. Well, that's why he has his hands up um, and and took all of his, uh, his possessions, forced him to his knees as, and this is the particularly brazen part of it, as multiple people recorded the whole thing on their cell phones. That's a common thing in the modern world is people get out their cell phones. They don't help. Often there's a bunch of them, like some watch watching some guy get you know beat to death. Everybody's got their phone out watching. It's weird. Now, if these are gunmen, I understand not jumping in. I mean, the guy will get robbed. Everybody's going to be fine. Everybody will be alive. But it, it's the fact that everybody's taping it and the criminals don't care that struck me as so odd. They're that brazen. They've uh, got hoodies on, and they know nobody, especially in L.A. County, is prosecuting violent crime anyway. 
Uh, so they, they feel like there's impunity. But uh, folks listening around the country, a vote for Newsom, and you can have this in your cities, too. I don't know much about classical music or opera or any of that sort of stuff. Not my wheelhouse. I don't know Vivaldi's The Four Seasons. Oh, it's fabulous. It's uh, one of the all-timers, yeah. I'll take your word for it. Sure, it's, it's very tuneful. A Spanish music director has adapted Vivaldi's Four Seasons to the grim reality of global warming. Oh. Adding prominence and and how old is the the, the oh first you made me vomit like, are you proud of yourself like Vivaldi is that seventeen hundreds early twentieth century when I don't have any idea it's it's from the classical period I believe that probably eighteen hundreds so so it's really old um, uh, adding prominence and drama to the summer concerto while shortening the other three and he believes the Italian great would not mind Vivaldi. Would have been a lot more aggressive and gritty if today someone would blah 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 blah. Uh, number one, Vivaldi uh, Vivaldi did his writing during the seventeen hundreds. Okay. Uh, number two, shut up. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've lengthened the summer and short. No, that's clever. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, who, who flocks around a guy who does that and says, "Oh, that's brilliant." I see what you're saying there. Uh, come on. <laughs> Uh, another thing to jam in before we run out of time here. You were hitting us with the startling numbers of people that have crossed our border in the last year. Record setting. That, that's one I left out of my this is the most of this or the least or right. the first time or whatever. Jeez. On top of all those I mentioned, we got the most people that we don't know who the hell they are or where they're from coming into the country that we've ever had. The numbers actually add up to one migrant for every American newborn. And I'm using migrant because that's what Breitbart has here. Um, So one economic immigrant has come into the United States during the last year for every American newborn or high school graduate, depending on how you want to look at it, to compete with, you know, those people. To prop up Medicare and and Social Security. That's always been your theory. I don't ever Mm -hmm. hear any politicians saying that out loud. You need replacement Plus, birth rates. Joe Getty, right-winger talks replacement theory. I'm just capable of grasping logic. You need birth rates above replacement to have the pyramid that is uh, retirement benefits paid by current workers. Well, then make that argument. But just having an open border, and yes, it's is your what's the definition of open? Oh, because there are some people there and some fence and some people get stopped. You get away with saying the border's not open. It's a moronic argument. It is a moronic argument. But you got to make that argument to people. You need to sell us on the idea of why this is good for the United States and good for me and my family. If you can't, then screw you. Do something about this. Republicans and Democrats. It's much more easy and successful to demagogue the issue. Because people would be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, let's just fix Social Security instead because I don't want my town to vanish as I know it. And the politicians would go back to what they usually do, what usually always do about the entitlement programs, lie about them and how they're financed. It's all built on lies. The border is secure. There you go. You laugh. I laugh. What would a not secure border look like? Yeah, I know. We do four hours every day, a whole bunch of segments. The best way to get them easily is you subscribe to our podcast, then it'll just show up for you. I do that with a lot of podcasts and enjoy them every day. Our podcast is called Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Coming up, trans soldiers in America's military next hour. Hope you enjoy that. Awesome. 
Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.